tell him these things because how are we, why are we expecting men to know this stuff if you as a woman are not willing to express this stuff to him? Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I am in Paris and I am so fucking excited. Um, I'm staying in the most gorgeous hotel room. Paris has a special place in my heart, just like New York. Um, Something magical happens to me when I'm here. It's an energetic, vibrational, whatever you want to call it, upgrade. You just get all the beautiful, romantic, feminine, delicious, luxury codes just like fucking jammed into your body just to upgrade your energy. It's so amazing. So, Um, I have the most beautiful hotel room that I'm recording this podcast in, and um, I have an amazing view of the Eiffel Tower. I've had a glorious breakfast. Um, I'm here until today, Saturday. I'm here until Monday, and it's just going to be a vibe. It's going to be three days of so much fucking fun is the intention of our trip here. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to quickly do a podcast episode, guys, kind of going off the back of my most recent Instagram, not most recent. It was one of my, one of my most recent Instagram posts. I'm going to read it out to you guys. So what I, what the post says, like written, it's like a quote, when the masculine has shit under control, a plan in place and is taking leadership, the feminine can relax and be in her beauty and sensuality. But as soon as the feminine feels like the masculine doesn't have shit under control, she will turn snarky, angry, bitter, and bitchy. This is the feminine telling the masculine that she is craving his control. Now I'm going to read my caption. Okay, listen the F up. Firstly, I'm using men, masculine, him, he interchangeably, but this also relates to your own masculine energy within you. In order for the feminine to relax, she needs the masculine to take control of things. When he drops the ball or doesn't lead, this is what makes her turn into a crazy bitch. Sassy emoji face thing. Um, the natural state of the feminine is to want to relax, be receptive and be taken care of so that she can flow through life and stay in her body. But when we feel like the masculine isn't leading or doesn't have things in control, it puts us into our head and we get tense, uptight, angry, and grumpy. An example of this within my business. I don't, if I don't feel fully supported by my, in my business, by my team, I literally get headaches because all of my energy is up in my head and I get snappy, stressed and wound up compared to when I feel so supported and like other people have got things under control that I'm chilled out, relaxed and in flow. Obviously I prefer that. Another example, when there isn't a plan for your own feminine energy or for your masculine, for your feminine partner, your feminine slash woman feels anxious, frazzled and not sexually open. But when you have a masculine plan in place, the feminine feels safe, comforted, and at ease, allowing her to be radiant and in flow. So in short, when a woman feels like the, like her man or her own mas- masculine isn't taking leadership and control, she will go into her masculine, which will inevitably get her into the state of nagging, being irritable, and being sexually closed, sexually closed off. This is the feminine expressing the pain of the masculine not stepping up. And then I said, you may need, to, may need to read this twice to let it sink in. This is why it's vital that you learn both the feminine and the masculine for yourself and so that you can also be a better lover and a communicator. Anyway, so I want to go off the back of this because I got a DM and it made me kind of go, whoa, okay, I need to talk about this. So I got a DM being like, yes to this quote, um, 
like, yes to this post. We need more men like this. And I was like, whoa, this is not a man thing. This is not a man shaming. You guys know I fucking love men and I am so against the emasculation and man shaming go on. I talk about it in the sex dating and me too move, um, me too podcast episodes, part one and part two. If you are reading that and going, yeah, there needs to be more men like that. This is the problem. It's then, then it's, you're reflecting your own shit onto someone else saying someone else has to do it. I'm not going to do it. And this is where the problem lies, right? Because an actual fact, if you're embodied in your feminine, the feminine would actually express to her, the true feminine that was really understands this, if you've done the work, would express to her man, hey babe, I really love it when you lean and when you do X, Y, and Z, it makes, it allows me to like stay in my flow and stay feminine. Or when she gets really snappy, she would say to her, her boyfriend or her partner, like, oh babe, I know I've been snappy, but the reason why I've been snappy is I feel like you haven't been in control. And then I feel like I have to be in control and it makes me go yucky. And like when that happens, it's just like me kind of expressing to you via my body, um, like, I really need you to lead and, and step up. That's what you actually need to be doing. So if you're making this like a, oh my God, there's no good men out there kind of bullshit thing. That's actually just you trying to have an excuse for like the reason why maybe the reason why you are single. Maybe it's the reason why you're in a shit relationship because you think there's no good men out there. And it's like, well, if you think that you're not going to attract that in. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. What I'm saying is there are so many good men out there, but if you are saying all men are like this or like we need more men like this, generally what can happen is it's like a victim blanket statement and it actually keeps you from putting your heart on your sleeve. It keeps you from opening up in relationships. And like men want to please us, guys. If you're a woman listening to this, men want to please the woman. Okay. So if you're in a relationship, even with a man that's not conscious for quote unquote, you can still guide him to be this. He doesn't need to read every fucking book on the planet to understand this. You can guide him because you can share with him, share, not tell you can share with him that when he does X, Y, and Z, you love it because it allows you to stay in your feminine flow. It allows you to feel relaxed and to feel safe in the relationship. You love it when he leads like X, Y, and Z. Give examples, right? And when he, when you feel like he doesn't have shit under control, it makes you get stressed and anxious. Tell him these things because how are we, why are we expecting men to know this stuff if you as a woman are not willing to express this stuff to him? You got to remember guys, it's a hard world for men to live in as well. Like, can we stop thinking that women are the only ones that have it hard because we have to push a baby out of our vaginas and we bleed every month? Like get a grip guys. We don't have it that hard. Men have it hard in their own way too. We all have our own shit, whether you're a man, a woman, a dog, a baby, a fucking, I don't know, whatever you are, we all have it hard in our own ways. I always say this beautiful message that I got from this woman that like changed my perspective on like, on things when I had my ski accident of like, if there's a change in your reality, then you're allowed to complain. And men used to um, really be able to take the lead. And because women weren't in their, I want to say back then women weren't in their full fucking power. So there was definitely like some power abuse and whatever. I'm not denying that, but what I'm just trying to like say and take this from a place of love. And you guys hopefully know what I'm meaning. And if you don't go back and listen to the me too episodes, cause I actually was really good with my words then because I wrote that episode out like with a lot of notes. I was very well planned to make sure I got my point across. Um, and there's no notes for this episode. So what I'm saying though, is that like, 
So many men want to lead, but they are afraid of being told that they are, you know, um, they are afraid of being told that, oh, do you think I'm weak? Or do you think that I can't, that, do you, are you, a, um, uh, are you, um, my God, I've had a fucking brain fart, a misogynist. Oh my God, you're a misogynist, right? Or like, um, that's sexual abuse for holding open the door because like now in some places in the world, if I think it actually someone was telling me about it in Australia, if you hold open, a, if you're a man, you hold open a door for a woman, she can actually say that sexual assault, um, sexual assault, sexual, yeah, sexual assault, not sexual abuse. Yeah. Um, anyway, which I'm like, what the fuck? That's called human effing decency is what it's called. Not sexual fucking assault. And I'm like, Jesus guys. Anyway, point being is so many men are afraid to actually take the lead and really step up because they're worried that they are going to get this slam back in their face. And this is especially like if you're in a committed relationship, less so because he knows that, that you won't necessarily do that. But in, you know, in their big wide world out there in corporate, in the workplace, if he said one wrong thing or he, or he helped a woman and, and she took it the wrong way, she took it the wrong way, key thing, then um, he, he had his whole entire life ripped apart. I mean, he could lose his whole career. His whole name could be fucking shamed because this woman's like twisted her wor- his words, for example, or twisted what he did. I even remember an example of someone telling me of like, I want to share this before, um, of like he, can, he, he, the person that I'm talking about is like a close person that I know. And he was out on a work dinner with like a bunch of just colleagues and it was fuck it was in Melbourne it was fucking freezing outside and he is tall big right like his body can stay warm we all know that men are like the best fucking heaters ever oh my god nothing like a good man to like cuddle up to in winter in bed oh anyway um so he it was freezing cold and this woman didn't have a jacket and she was fucking tiny like she's like this little tiny thing anyway um super petite and so he offered her her jacket and she blew the fuck up. And he's like, and he's like married with kids. Like, what the fuck? And um, like, she, he's not hitting on her for God's sake. Like, oh my God. Anyway, <clears throat> um, and that was, that's an example of like men wanting to do the right thing by us and we can't fucking receive. So this is actually a two-way street. It takes two to fucking tango, guys. Um, so if you're putting this on men, can you just stop and reflect it back on yourself? Actually, how am I causing this issue too? How am I perpetuating this issue of me wanting... It's like this funny thing, right? Okay, I was talking to my PR chick, um, like my CMO, and she was talking about like... Some, I think it was some of her clients or friends or whatever it was, and they're all in corporate, right? And they're in their mid-30s, and they're complaining about how they can't find any good men, there's no real men out there, they're all weak, or um, they can't handle them. Like, why are there no men that are, like, more than me or can take more control, X, Y, Z, whatever, they're just complaining. And it's because they're so in their masculine and they don't know how to receive, they do not know how to receive and they want to do everything for themselves and they are so misindependent that it doesn't fucking serve them. All right. Like even an example this morning. Okay. So the garbage men were like taking the garbage from outside and I caught their attention. I had this ginormous box from my big whiteboard that I got in my office. Um, I had this ginormous box in my house and I was like, I am not fucking crushing this shit by myself. Like no fucking way. You like not happening. Um, and in London, you have to put your, I don't understand how this works, but you have to put your cardboard in this certain plastic bag that goes in a certain bin and they won't take any cardboard that's not in this plastic bag. 
Anyway, I learned this the hard way because when I first arrived, I was like, I'm not putting your shit in a plastic bag. So I just put the cut, like I put the recycling in the bin like that. And then it didn't take the recycling. Anyway, so I had this massive fucking box and I was like, I'm not crushing this shit down and putting an effing like to fit in a bag. And then this morning they were like outside in our, I'm li- I live in a muse. It's like a little, like kind of like a little, like a mini street. Anyway, and they were in our street and I actually just like went outside and I was like, hey guys, can I give you a massive box? And I asked, like, I asked in a way of like, I need help. And not in a wounded feminine way, but in like a, I'm using my feminine as power to get me what I want. Okay. And what I want is for someone to take this fucking huge box out of my house and I don't want to have to do it. So they were like, yeah, yeah, Like show us what it is. I actually didn't think they were going to take it. I thought they were going to be like, no, it's too big for our truck or like you got to crush that shit or whatever. And I brought it out to them and they're like, yeah, of course. Is there anything else? Because the way that I said it was like, hey, I really need help. And like that, that energy is like anybody is like, I want to help you, right? Especially men, men want, men are givers, women are receivers, men are givers, women are receivers. So men want to control, men want to lead the masculine energy, whether it's men or masculine in yourself or in a same sex relationship, the masculine wants to control, dominate, lead, guide, and have all that discernment and direction. And the feminine wants to flow and she wants to be in her body. And so even within your own master, I'm going to actually know relationship first. So when you are not in your feminine, because of polarity, your man is not going to be in his masculine. And when you're really in your masculine, your man's going to like kind of shut down and go more into his feminine because, or you're just going to butt fucking heads because it's going to be two masculine beings, which is what happened to me in one of my like earlier relationships. Anyway, so point being is it takes you to tango. So you need to be in your feminine to allow and actually share with your man that you want him to lead and you give him permission and you like it when he dominates. You like it when he's in control. You like it when he's taking the lead. It does not make you feel less than. It does not make you feel suppressed. And if you feel less than or suppressed, that's your own shadow that you have to be doing with the feminine and with being a woman. Because like, I am very fucking empowered, right? But I do not want to lead in a relationship. Okay, like I don't want to fucking do that shit. And I love being dominated, right? Because I said this so many times, I'm gonna say it again, because I am domin I, I am being submissive from a conscious, empowered place. I'm not being I'm not being submissive because I'm because I'm a people pleaser. I choose to be submissive in moments, especially like sex, for example, because it feels good to my feminine essence. And it feels natural and it feels delicious and it feels nourishing to my soul. That's why I choose to be submissive, okay? Um, Within yourself... As a woman, um, if you are, uh, if you, if you don't have a good relationship with your own masculine, you will feel like shit's not in control. You've got no direction in your life, in your business. Things will be scattered all the time. Um, you won't feel like you have a safe container to flow in. You just won't feel safe in your own body. And I mean, yes, it comes to like safety within the feminine, but also like that safety container is also provided by the masculine. So when I have, when I have a lot of masculine structures in my business to allow my feminine to flow so fucking much, so much. And this is actually what allows my business to then thrive so easily, right? Which is what I do in Baba. This is what I teach in Baba. This is, um, it allows my business to thrive so easily because I'm in this flow. Even for example, I was saying this to my Baba girls yesterday on a call or not yesterday, a couple days ago, like last week, no beginning of this week, whatever. Um, on a call of like, 
So for example, when it comes to marketing, I've tried having, I actually have tried for a while this year to have like a marketing plan, um, but I don't anymore and I do it all myself and I make a list of all the ideas of things that I could do and I will pick and choose for that day depending on my vibe. So I have these masculine, these, this like masculine shell that I, that I have in place to allow me to float in and you actually need to have this within yourself as well because it will allow your feminine to actually feel safer and you to feel like you can let go. But if you don't have plans, if you don't have structure, if you don't have a to-do list, if you don't have goals to achieve, you're, you feel like very wishy-washy and you feel stagnant and kind of lost because there is like no directions. You actually need this within yourself as well. Your own masculine needs to have a sense of like control um, and leadership and discernment so that your own feminine can feel really safe. Because whenever I'm feeling like, I use this example of like when I'm feeling unsupported in my business, I will get so fucking stressed because my feminine goes fucking wild bonkers and goes, she, she, she turns into a psycho chick. Why? Because I don't feel like I have enough masculine structure and groundedness in my business. So hence the balance of the two is really fucking important to allow me to then like flow through things. Okay, so this is kind of like in relation to your relationships, if you're in a same-sex or a heterosexual relationship, Um, but then this is also um, about within your own energy, within yourself, of like really creating a safe masculine structure and actually healing your relationship with men um, and with the masculine, the two are connected, because it will allow you to have a better relationship with your own masculine energy. Okay, you won't be worried about it being like overpowering or overforcing or anything like that. You can have a really healthy dynamic between the two. But yeah, the main thing that I wanted to just jam on, let me just get my post up again. The main thing what I wanted to jam on was that this is not a man's fault. Wanting the masculine to like the feminine is not a man's job or a man's fault. It takes you to tango. Okay, a woman needs to learn how to be in their fucking feminine. And yes, a man needs to learn how to lead. But can we also remember, guys, that right now, if a man, if the, right now in today's modern society, if a man read, led, sorry, slightly, slightly the wrong way and you as a woman took it the wrong way, his whole career, life, name, future could be completely over. Actually, um, I was talking to a hotel manager when I was living in New York end of last year and we were talking about this because he was asking about my job and like we got on a tangent and he was telling me the story of he was like oh you probably like heard of the restaurant that was like my restaurant that was in like New York Times and I was like no what happened and he was like well basically I had an employee this guy and um and he got accused of sexual harassment. Oh, that was it. Not sexual assault, sexual harassment for that work thing with opening the door I was saying. So he got accused for sexual harassment from a female co-worker. Long story short, the whole thing was corroborated and fucking bullshit, it turns out. Basically, this female, clearly so effing wounded, basically this female employee would get drunk and continuously be making moves on multiple of the staff right? And then, um, and this male staff kept kind of turning it down. And then one night they were closing up together or whatever. And again, she was drunk and then they sat down and had a few drinks or whatever. And she invited him over to her place, right? Okay. Her place. And then they obviously like got frisky and whatever. I don't actually, I can't remember, I can't remember the exact details. Basically they got frisky and then she flipped it because 
she obviously wanted the fame and the fortune or whatever she wanted. And then, no, that's right. That's right. Oh my God, I remembered. So they were going to get frisky and he was like, no, no. And she then claimed of, she then claimed sexual harassment or sexual assault because she didn't get what she fucking wanted. Wounded effing feminine, right? She didn't get what she wanted. And so she claimed sexual harassment and it was all bullshit. Anyway, this whole massive thing, what happened in the news and this whole guy, and he was like a 25 year old guy or something like that. His whole entire life is ruined because of, even though it's false, his whole life is ruined because it's all through the newspaper. His name has been fucking destroyed. And, um... What was I going to say? And then after that, all these, all the other employees ended up kept coming out to the manager and saying like, this has been happening for ages. And like this chick makes moves on everybody. And she's always drunk at work and X, Y, and Z. And this poor, and it's like, you guys can see that's just one example, but I've had other friends that have told me, um, like, you know, male friends that have told me that they will be out and about and like women hitting on them so hard and forcing them to come home with them. And they feel like they can't say no because they're actually afraid of what will be made up about them if they say no, right? Like men are having to be so hyper aware of the fact that they could be like, you know, a court case or whatever, like the public eye will always generally, not me, but always, um, side with the female. And whilst there is plenty of cases, um, of terrible things happening, I'm not denying that you can also move beyond it. I have, you can also heal these triggers. You can heal them to a point where you can get to where I am and you can be like, no, what women are doing towards men is actually wrong. Obviously there's dick men out there that are doing shit things and there's dick women out there that are doing shit things. There are shit humans out there, but there is not only shit men, right? Okay. There is shit human behavior, Okay, but there is a NLP presupposition, which I talk about in my certification. Oh, actually, quickly note on that, actually. Um, if you're not on, quickly note on that, actually, what the hell is good English? If you're not on the wait list for that, you need to get on it because I'm going to open an open early bird payment plans uh, end of August. And, if, and I'm, I'm not going to be promoting it heavily on my Instagram. It's going to be only through email pretty much. So if you're not on my wait list, I'm going to put the link in the description and make sure that you're on that. Otherwise, you'll miss out on the early bird payment plan option. Anyway, back to what I was saying. There is an NLP presupposition which basically states that everyone is always doing, quote-unquote, the right thing, like their right thing in that moment. Even if you've murdered somebody in that moment, unless you have a biochemical imbalance in your brain, you actually thought that you were doing the right thing. If And you've probably acted out, you've probably acted from a very wounded place, but you thought you were doing the right thing. Okay. And so like when we, when we, um, put people in boxes, not helpful, it's not helpful to anybody. So basically what I'm saying guys is, um, please be aware that it is hard for a man. Okay. Yes. Women have their fucking things too. Don't be a Susan in this. Okay. Don't twist my words. It is also hard for a man right now to make a move, to be a leader right in the relationship or with women because they are afraid of being accused of X, Y, and fucking Z. And the women that accuse them, right? When, when it's a false accusation, FYI, or when it's just like blown out of proportion, women that accuse them are women that cannot fucking receive it on the feminine. Exhibit A. Yesterday I was walking into Chelsea to get a pile of my things altered. Uh, not a pile, like two things altered, right? Like clothes. Anyway, for Paris. Oh, I'm really yawn. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. I was walking in Chelsea to get a few things, um, a few things done. I don't know what I was given out, but like the amount of toots, looks, 
men moving out of their way on the sidewalk. I had construction dudes like trying to talk me up. Um, I had this dude at the traffic light and he was literally rolled out his window and he was trying to talk to me. And then he did say one thing where I was like, mm, not warranted. He was like, oh, what did he say? Um, have a beautiful day, you stunning thing. And he was this old man. And I was kind of like, it did make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. I was like, okay, like you could just have a beautiful day. You didn't need to say like you stunning little thing. Anyway, whatever. Point being is majority of the time, except for like the very rare instances where I feel a little bit uncomfortable. But again, I actually won't make it mean anything. Um, I just kind of move on with my life. I don't like go, I don't go all like fucking psycho because I'm just like, whatever. Um, not worth the energy. But majority of the time when I, you know, get hit on on the street or when a guy whistles or like talk, tries to chat me up, it's, I actually have learned to now receive that. So many women would be like, oh my God, cat calling, what the fuck? And I'm like, actually, you can just load a fucking receive. I did an Instagram story on this the other week because I was doing an Instagram story and I had all these tweets happening and I was like, okay, I'm just going to address this right now. And what I was saying was the old me used to be afraid of like walking by construction sites. I, like a lot of my clients are afraid of walking by construction sites because they're afraid of getting like looked at, whistled, hit on X, Y, and Z. And I've actually learned to now take it as a compliment. I've learned to receive it and I've learned to almost use it as a little bit of like a confidence boost. I'm like, oh, thank you. Obviously I am glomming something good today, right? And, I, and I've learned to just receive it in my feminine energy at, instead of seeing it as um, anything like really uh, anything, what's the word? Um, anything overpowering, I can't think of the word, from men. And yes, there are cases where it's like, okay, you didn't really need to say that. But at the same time, like w men are attracted to women. It's called polarity, right? This is for heterosexual people. Men are attracted to women. Women are attracted to men. Now, how is it, ladies? This is like a double standard, right? How is it that if a really gorgeous dude walked past you, you would have no problem saying, like, like elbowing your friend and being like, "Holy fuck, six o'clock." No, not six o'clock. It'd be like three o'clock or nine o'clock. Holy fuck, nine o'clock, right? And like, he might fucking be able to sense that, that you've both looked at him at the same time, right? Then how is it that when, and like nothing would happen, right? And then how is it that when a man does that to a woman, okay? And I get there's a biology piece of like, men are so much stronger than women. I get that, I get that, I get that. But what I'm trying to say to you guys is that for the majority of men on the street, whistling at you, catcalling you, whatever, they, whatever, what the fuck was that English thing? Whatever. They are not going to actually make a physical advance on you. It's a simple look. It's a wink. It's a whistle. It's a toot. That's it. Let them have their fun because I can guarantee you if you can learn to enjoy it and make it a like little like stride in your step and a little like, oh, thank you and take it as a compliment, you've just actually received some like delicious sensual energy in your body as opposed to shame, creating shame in your body for being a woman. Because when you get a cat call and you're like, oh my, what a fucking asshole. Do you know what it does in your body? It makes you feel shame around being a woman or shame around showing off your boobs or shame around wearing a short skirt instead of being like, thanks. And I want to say that when you can, when you can get into this, the only way that you can get into this is when you have strong boundaries and when you, when you're unafraid to embody and speak those boundaries. A lot of people have, they, a lot of people like know their boundaries in their head, but they can't actually embody them and speak them. When you can embody them and speak them, then it then means you just receive these compliments because like if a dude actually came with an advancement, I would punch him in the face or I would tell him to fuck right off because I've got boundaries. And because I have those boundaries and I can actually speak them and embody them, when someone, you know, does a cat call or whatever, the reason I can receive it is because I have strength behind me. 
If you don't have strength behind you, it's very easy to then see it as a threat or as a danger because you actually don't think that you can hold yourself if shit was to hit the fan in that scenario. Does that make sense? I hope so. I'm kind of rambling, but I really, oh, Vodafone, I need to update my plan. Um, I'm kind of rambling, but I hope that it does make sense. So if you haven't listened to the Sex Dating in the Me Too movement, part one and part two, I would highly recommend that you go listen to it because I kind of dive more into this stuff. And if you listen to it already, go listen to it again. I'm probably going to go listen to it again. It's a really good episode, um, really good two episodes um, that kind of goes more into this. But yeah, basically in Queen Alchemy, we're jamming on all this, although that shit's closed now. But actually what I am doing is because this round sold out like 30 women so quickly, are fucking amazing, is um, if you want, if you know that you want to join the next round, some of you needed extended payment plans for this round so you couldn't join. What you can do is send me a DM or an email and we will actually, we're going to offer a 20 week payment plan starting from like now. Um, and it will close shortly, like in a, in like a couple of weeks, which means that you can secure your spot for the next round of Queen Alchemy and you'll have an extended payment plan. So it'll be more doable for some of you. So, um, but if you also just want to secure your spot for the next round of painful, then that's also totally fine. Um, just send us a DM because this round went so quickly, like 30, 30 women, two weeks, like amazing. Um, so yeah, send me a DM if you want to join the next round <coughs> so that you can secure your spot. Okay, I don't know what's happening in my throat. That's obviously a signal for me to go. And yeah, hopefully that all makes sense to you guys. We're going to go enjoy Perry and we're going to drink rosé, champagne and celebrate the fuck out of life because that's just who I am as a person. So um, I'm glad that I chose to come this morning because I was meant to come last night. But intuition was just like, no, you need to go tomorrow. I felt so sick about going on, like going last, like coming last night. I don't know why, but it was all working out perfectly. And now we're here, we are settled um, and we're going to enjoy Paris. So I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful and I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it and I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 